Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Welcome to the Reduce Cyber Risk Podcast, where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam while enhancing your cybersecurity career. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to grow your cybersecurity knowledge so that you're better prepared to pass the CISSP exam. All right, let's get going. Hey, all this is Sean Gerber with the Reduce Cyber Risk Podcast, and this is episode 29 of the CISSP exam questions, domain eight. All right, I hope everybody's having a great week, the conclusion of this week. I hope everybody's doing well and uh, that the holiday season has come and it is gone. And I hope you got everything you wanted from Santa Claus or just that you had a relaxing break if you had the time off uh, here in the United States. Um, I recorded this episode just a little bit before Christmas, so I will tell you right now that I am looking forward to the time off. Uh, it'll be nice just to relax a little bit, and uh, I'm fired up to watch the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, just can't wait to do that. That'll be pretty cool. Uh, so, again, Domain 8, this is off of Software Development Security, and it's the conclusion of the domain we have for this last podcast for this last week. So, these questions are coming to you from Tech Target, and question number one. If a waiter tells his friends how the restaurant's famous secret sauce is made, what law has he violated? Now, at my job, I deal with this on a routine basis, uh, dealing with intellectual property protection. So what law would he have violated? A, no law was violated. B, trademark. C, trade secret. D, copyright. Okay, so we talked about this in previous episodes around the exam questions. So a waiter tells his friends how the restaurant's famous secret sauce is made. What law has he violated? C. Trade secret. 
So A was no law, B was trademark, C was trade secret, D was copyright. And the answer was C, trade secret. That's what he did. It's your little secret formula. What makes you and differentiates you from the competitors. So that is the answer to that one. Question two, what is the first step in forensic analysis at a cybercrime scene? A, execute the primary programs on the computer to obtain more information. B, capture log files on the computer. C, notify customers of potential outages. D, capture a complete image of the system. Now think about this. Do you want to go mucking around on a computer before you start doing it? Execute the primary programs and run to see what's out there. B, capture logs, files on the computer. C, notify customers of potential outages. And D, capture the complete image of the system. And the answer to that answer, answer to that answer, to that question is D, capture a complete image of that system. You want that to be the original image and it'll be important as you do chain of custody aspects because the bottom line is you, they don't, they'll, if you start messing with it and running programs on it, they'll start asking questions of going, well, then how do we know you didn't mess with it and, and put my client in a bad position? So anyway, that's that. Question three, which organization posts four primary code of ethic canons involving societal protection, individual honorability, diligent service, and professional development? So which organization posts four primary code of ethics canons involving social protection, individual honorability, diligent service, and professional development? The question, the answers are Computer Ethics Institute, ISC Squared, Internet Ethics Board, or Internet Activities Board? And the answer is B, ISC Squared. Again, it demands its members to follow the four canons of ethics, and you have to do those. You can find those at iscsquared.org. All right, next question. Witness testimony would be classified as what type of evidence? A, real. B, secondary. C, best. D, conclusive. Witness testimony would be classified as what type of evidence? A is real, B is secondary, C is best, D is conclusive. And the answer is B, secondary. Secondary evidence is not as reliable as best evidence and may need supporting evidence. Per, this is per uh, Tech Target, the, the answers they provided there, but it's true. Basically, what it comes right down to is when you're dealing with um, uh, witness testimony, it's secondary evidence. The best testimony would be right from the person themselves. All right, question five. Which of the following would protect senior executives in liability lawsuits brought on by an employee? A, he's able to demonstrate that due diligence and due care were established and followed. B, he is on vacation during the incident. So yeah, that's cool. He's probably in that like Bahamas or Italy or someplace cool like that because he's an executive. C, incident was not covered in the company's security policy. D, the employee was not in good standing. Which of the following would protect a senior executive in liability lawsuit brought on by an employee? He's able to demonstrate due diligence and due care. He's on vacation. The incident was not covered by the company's security policy. Or D, the employee was not in good standing. I think you guys can figure this one out pretty quick. He did due diligence and due care. Now, will that stop? Will that protect him completely? <laughs> no. But at least it's the initial firewall, ha <laughs> ha air quotes, to uh, keep that at bay uh, in the event there is a lawsuit. It would just add more uh, evidence to the fact that the person did do the right thing. So 
those are all the questions I have for the CISSP exam questions domain eight. All right, you can check all these questions out at uh, Tech Target, or you can check them out at SeanGerber.com as I bring in questions from all over the internet to help you with study for your CISSP exam test. And that's the one thing that I understand better than anything is the fact that if you have to have multiple test questions to go through it. And the thought process is, is that these questions will help reinvigorate your cranium to allow you to pass the test the first time. All right, check me out at SeanGerber.com. But other than that, have a great day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today on my podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Also, check out my CISSP videos that you can find out on YouTube. Just search for Sean, S-H-O-N, Gerber, like the baby food, toilet, or whatever you choose, and then you will find a plethora of content to help you pass the CISSP exam the first time. Lastly, head over to SeanGerber.com and look at the cornucopia of free CISSP materials available to all my email subscribers. Thanks again for listening. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to FreeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCyberTraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See ya.